Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Toledo. Wow. You'd have told me any day this year prior to last week, I'd have taken the bet that the Diamondbacks would be in a game seven for the National League Championship Series. There isn't a day... This year. You've got to be excited, fam. I am confused. Last night about uh, fourth inning, Schwarber got a hit, and I'm like, yes. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was actually cheering for the Phillies for a minute. I'm cheering against my, my childhood. I'm cheering against my past. As we all know, earlier this year, I, I said I would break loyalties if the Diamondbacks. I made, I made bets. The man stands with his bets right Basically made the proclamation. I I stamped it. I watermarked it right there on the air with the date and the time I said it. That if the Diamondbacks get to the World Series, I will abandon my Cubs, who at the time I was very angry with. But it had that eerie uh, story behind it that the the freakiness of the the bird. Killing a bird with your ace, throwing a baseball and killing a bird, is about to go two for two. If the Diamondbacks can... Manage tonight's game. That is the weirdest thing. And that will come up a ton in the uh, world. Or will it? I don't know. Maybe they're going to be so... It hasn't as of yet, Yeah, it hasn't yet. You'd think they'd be afraid to uh, piss off PETA or make that a funny thing. Or hope that it doesn't become a tradition where the Diamondbacks release a bunch of doves and then chuck (laughs) baseballs at them. Uh it, it's it, but that's that's not <laughs> how it happens. Pictures lined up. Yeah, just like all right, boys. If the ace hits it, we're going to the series. It has to be natural. It has to be. Yeah. Now, Randy Johnson, when he did it, the bird blew the f- up. Merrill Kelly hit it and just kind of like limp bodied it to the ground, and it was dead and gone. And they were—I don't know if they were doing long toss in the outfield or if he was just kind of wasn't like pitching warm ups. He was just he was doing some. Uh, some warm-ups. Extra, yeah, some uh, pitching arm warm-ups, which are the, the long toss, the most fun thing in baseball history. I used to love that. 
But uh, yeah, I don't think he was even in depth in long toss. He might have been at 180 feet. It wasn't anything big. But he killed a bird with it. Bird strike. Bird strike. Dead bird. Your ace. That's all that counted. And when we said it, like, ah. And, and I remember hearing, oh, last time this happened, the Diamondbacks went to the World Series. I'm not saying that we should do this all the time. And I'm like, good Lord, is this media stupid? Maybe not. Maybe I'm the dumb one. I did laugh at it. I did say, if that magic, I mean, it was, I was making, I was making jokes. It was lies. It was just all lies. I was basically saying that if this is the magic that it takes for your team to get to the, I am from a Cubs lineage. I, I grew up a Cub fan. I understand superstitions and jinxes and goats on baseball fields and Bartmans, Bartmans and all, like black cats and all sorts of stuff that keep you from getting there. I didn't understand that a ritualistic slaughter of an animal works. The people in Pompeii were right. Hawaiians were right. The old Romans were right. The old Christians were right. Pagans were right. You have to kill something in order to get something for yourself. Major League, the movie, right? They had, yeah, the, yeah. Pedro needed things killed. He sacrificed yep. a chicken. Yeah, they had a rooster. And they got him a twelver of KFC, which is reasonably that's true. A bull Durham. A bull Durham. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's Robert. But Will's Pedro character. needed sacrifices Pedro, too. So yeah. yeah. There you um, have it. I think when you know you need to sacrifice, it no longer works. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has to happen. And there has to be some sort of ritual. I, so does Hollywood drink baby blood? <laughs> well, we already know that Tom Hanks and Oprah Chug eat, eat babies. They don't even drink the blood. They, they, they dine on the flesh of the infant. That's Kabbalah. We knew that. Madonna, she's been doing it. How many of your friends have come out now saying, oh, I knew this the whole time. I mean, we got Dave Har downstairs. I was listening to Jim Cross on the way in, and he's all like, I had a feeling about this team at the beginning of the oh, season. I'm like, here we, go. here we go. Stop it, Cross. <laughs> Love Jim Cross. Never met him, but I've, I've, I've talked about him and been around people who know him well enough. That I've I heard think, him so many times yeah. at 3 in the morning. Yeah. Jim Cross <laughs> live in front of an empty building and <laughs> absolutely f- miserable about it. Well, send it out to Jim Cross, who's down at the zone at 3.30 in the morning. Yep, you mother sent me down here with all these filthy hippies and homeless. <laughs> I got uh, you know hypodermic needles shooting at me like it's a 1970s or an 1870s war with the Indians. <laughs> Jim Cross down at the homeless mess called the zone. Crazy our news. He should add that Back in. At the end. He should. And he's an expert on everything, too. I love the Jim Crow. Uh, let's turn to our wildfire expert, Jim Cross, who's in studio. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I've seen fire before. I know how fireworks. Air, fire, boom, forest. Jim Cross, absolutely miserable about this report. Sometimes it looks me in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> I've stared down a fire before. Uh, I thought about getting in because I work for you pieces of shit. Jim Cross hates his life. He sounds like he's rolling out of bed. Like yeah. he's laying in bed still. They you know, say that. I mean, we yeah. woke Jim Cross for this. What the f oh, you that, guys want? That car seat's fully laid back yeah. as he's doing his call. It's oh, yeah. a story about drunk driving? Oh, yeah. Drunk driving. It's horrible. Jim Cross uh, with the obvious story of the year. Wait until he has one. Looks like there's going to be a forest fire that's just getting ready to start. Right. Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> We're about to, it's about to be a woman and her child in an apartment building. It goes up in smoke, but don't look for bullet holes in their heads. She didn't piss me off that bad. Jim Cross, absolutely miserable relationship going on right now. He's wrong. He never was. If that's true, he'd have been spouting off about it all. He had every news story they, they throw to that guy. It doesn't matter what it is. It's time to talk about ovarian cancer. Here's our ovarian cancer expert, Jim Cross. Yeah, inside a woman's 
Had these bumps in there. You know, you want to look out for that. Jim Cross, uh, I know you're better than you. Stop it. You knew this. You had a feeling about this team. We all did, that they were going to be average. That was the feeling we had. Here they are, game seven. The best two words in sports. Let's show the Astros. Game seven. Tonight, Phillies, Diamondbacks. And if they win, they're going to the World Series. That is mind-blowing. I'm a non-fan, and I'm just absolutely wrapped up in this. Not not bandwagoning. I'm abs- I'm blown away that there's my friend from Chicago text yesterday said, "Oh boy, get ready for $35 World Series tickets cuz you guys don't care." I'm like, "It's weird to watch an entire city not only get excited about something, but while they're excited about it, learn the names." None of none of us. Like I follow baseball, and I'm still yeah. like uh, Marte second. Perdomo's out there. I know uh, Ava Walker. Longoria. Yeah, is still I there. know. Um, yeah, Ava Longoria is there, and he's just been there for a little while. Ava. <laughs> yeah, that's how we remember him. Yeah. It's true. Ava's there. Okay. Christian Walker used to be Paul Goldschmidt. Sort of a similar build. Another catcher is Mexican. Uh, <laughs> that third guy has. Too many A's in his name. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, they've got two of those. Guys, that's the color of Grimace's hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Griel. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah okay. that's right. Oh, I know him. <laughs> your, your, your Lordy's. Oh, it's Madonna's daughter, Lordis Guriel. <laughs> we don't know. Most of the city don't know, but you're learning the roster as you are watching a team possibly go to the World Series and to go in against a team you can beat. The Rangers are a team that, just like the Diamondbacks, were good for most of the year and then just caved in. And now they're playing good again. Yeah. It's crazy. Diamond, weren't the Diamondbacks in first place at the All-Star break? Like, they were, like, pretty sure, yeah. two, like, people were like, what is going on there? And then they kind of came back to Earth. I was like, there they are. Now we get it. Here they are, game seven. And in Disney storybook fashion, you roll out the rookie. The rookie goes out there uh, and... It's uh, you can't even you can't write it. It's it's incredible. So go get them, boys, out there in Philly. Do you and mean they that? Did exact? Huh? Do you mean that? No. <laughs> I don't know what I'm rooting for, man. <laughs> I, I have a whole drawer filled with Cubs stuff. I looked at the other day, and I'm like, God dang it, I can't. But I am mad at the Cubs, even still to this moment. I'm mad at the Cubs for what their owners and managers did to the World Series team. Seven years ago. Eh, you got your World Series fans. We're not paying these guys. And they, you know, probably made the right. But Anthony Rizzo should have stayed a Cub forever, no matter what. We had a guy named Frank Schweibel <laughs> for like two years at first base after Rizzo left. And nobody seemed to care that that wasn't a good idea. And he was like, yeah, he's fine. Like, no, he's not. He's terrible. Like, I don't know any of these idiots. Who are these guys? It doesn't matter. We'll go sign Gary Gaetti or something. He'll be having, like, he's 80. And they went out and had a decent half a year and surprised everybody. But they still pissed me off. And now the Diamondbacks have done it the right way through the, you know, picking up the right free agents here and there, not really overspending. They did with Madison Bumgarner. And going, but yeah. even, their front office, even their front office didn't know this year that they had a team that had a chance. They were still relying heavily on, on Mad Bum. They're like, this is a guy that's going to get us through. He's our three or four. And they didn't know. They, they they were piecemealing a team together in spring. 
some of these guys weren't even on. The Tommy Pham wasn't here, and mm. you know, dudes like Corbin Carroll, you knew was going to be really good, but you were still questioning Guriel. You didn't think Alec Thomas went back and forth, up and down. For they didn't know what they had back in spring, and here they are. Oh, it's amazing. And yes, it is confusing to me because I don't know whether I should stand by my insane commentary back in May or whenever that was, June. And I think I was making light like that's the day I met the made the bet on FanDuel that the Mercury and the Diamondbacks would both go to their championships respectively. Hilarious. No chance. And I was making like and the Diamondbacks are in first but I d I didn't think it would lie. I didn't think it would. Can they take two from Philadelphia is the big question. We're acting like they're already in. This is a big day. It's a big game. And Philly goes out there with established players, and we go out there. Uh, we. I said it. Go oh, there with, you're uh, already, yeah. you're already going. Woo! I don't know. Man. Let's go, D-backs. I was in it. <laughs> like Friday and Saturday, I was there. I was cheering. I was, But I didn't have the heart. I didn't have the feelings. When they lost Saturday, I was like, well, well nice run. I don't know. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can truly. Here's the thing: uh, the people that are actually emailing me like crazy, holding me to this nonsense. Do you really want a fan that doesn't have his heart in it? That is looking, still looking back at the old flame, thinking if they start playing, I'm going to probably end up feeling something there. They'll take it. Yeah, I Bring think they have, they have to. You know They'll what? They have it. to. Yeah. They've got forty-seven thousand of us mm -hmm. uh, people who are like, all right, I'll get on this. I mean, the last time there, you know, it's two thousand one. It's been a while. Yeah. I'm pulling Pretty for him. Up. I mean, I'm not a D-backs fan, but I'm pulling for him. Oh yeah, you know, it's fun. My team's not there, so yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Anyway, it it would be neat if it, you know when it would be really cool for the Diamondbacks fans, the real ones, to have a team that wasn't purchased that pulls this off. You thought that was funny. Sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. One thing about that 2001 team was it was a business decision in 1998 to throw all the money at a roster to try to get a World Series to immediately indoctrinate young kids into, in this city. Because they knew it's a transient town. Everybody's from somebody else. Me, Cubs fan. You, Reds fan. You, White Sox fan. We all have something that came from somewhere else. So when a brand new franchise showed up, Jerry Colangelo's plan was get them in the playoffs fast. At least make them competitive early. That way, little kids' first exposure to this team will be greatness. And it was. And it did create a young fan base immediately. Like, you saw a lot of Diamondback stuff right away. 
And probably some fans, like I had a friend who was a Giants fan, is like, dude, I'm getting behind. I live here. I'm getting behind this. I'm not moving away anytime. I'm getting behind this because the Giants aren't doing anything for me, which is kind of how I feel about the Cubs. Yeah. And he went full Diamondbacks and has been since. And he had a kid at the time, too. It was like a little kid who loved it. So he saw that, you know, in his kid's eyes. I didn't grow up with that. My dad was a Pirates fan, and he used to tease me. It just it was relentless about being a Cubs fan. Just teased me nonstop. He didn't he didn't see the love in my eyes for a Cubs team because we lived in that region. He saw the love in his eyes every time he saw the black and gold on TV because that's what he grew up with. So I don't have that. I don't want that either. That's horrible. Anyway, go get them Diamondbacks. Brandon fought. What is it? Five o'clock. Five o seven pick. Five o seven. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's been 22 years, but it's been 22 years since they've had this chance. And, you know, this team has stumbled into the playoffs, been in an NLCS once before. It's kind of banged their way around as a franchise for the entire time outside of the first five years when they were terrible for a year. And then Johnson, Gonzalez, Matt Williams, Mark Grace, they start just loading that J-Bell. Everybody came from somewhere else. That was not a farm system build. Think of that team. And and they and their big issue well, Schilling was— Schilling and Johnson were the— Oh, they were you know, when that, ridiculous. No team could have a Schilling and Johnson combo today. That's how much money the 2001 team spent. You think about, that's Otani, Evalde. I mean, actually kind of have it a little bit over in Texas, but it's the expired versions. Well, the Mets tried it with Verlander and right. Scherzer. But it was, again, I guess Randy and Kurt were, they weren't prime players at the time, but they sure were playing about no, as high yeah. level as you can play. Yeah, I mean... It's hard to do. And the Mets were... Randy was the last one. I just remember that. Like, we, look, he had multiple offers, you know. Yeah. And he wanted I to come. Decided. Well, because the pitch was, we are going to buy a championship. And we want you to be the guy who helps us do that. And Randy had been close a few times. I mean, there was a couple of teams he was on. You're like, these guys are going to... And then they blew it. I mean, nobody knows better than Toledo. That, what was that, 97, 96 Seattle team that won 118 games or something like that? Something ridiculous. Bounced out. Yeah, he was he was all about it. Like, let's get serious about this. So they bought one. So this is a uh, organic, man, if they just winning the NL pennant, this is an organic thing. God damn it. I am torn. There we go. I am absolutely torn. I want the... I want them to do well, but then what does that mean for me? And that's really what all things come down to in my life. What, what about me? I'm, I'm Instagram before Instagram. All I think about is how does this affect me and how do I avoid it? But here we go. And boy, it would be a great story if Brandon Fott went out there and did that again. How, how do you not fall in love with this team if the rookie goes out there and does it? So well, what do you got? Go D-backs 507. We're exactly 11 hours and four minutes from first pitch. Philly fans got their batteries ready to start Whoa, throwing out on the field. They're going to be brutal oh, tonight. Yeah. And the Diamondbacks just do. You know what, though? They're a bully. You saw that last night because they, uh, big loudmouth, frankly, pieces of <laughs> Philadelphia is New Jersey's jersey. <laughs> Yuck. Hate that town. So bad our founding father said, Ugh, no, no more. Let's get out of this hole. This. I got to get out of here. They broke the bell. They gave Tom Hanks AIDS. That's all they're good for. They didn't even invent Philly cream cheese. They just put their name on it. I guarantee you somebody Jewish invented that and just got robbed out of the deal. But they're gonna. last night, they were mouthy, loud, and crazy, got bopped in the first inning and sat with their arms folded like babies. This isn't what we're supposed to say. Boo-hoo. And they were quiet immediately. 
<laughs> they do not mouth off when they get punched. They're they silence a that big, guy, yeah. ugly bully. <laughs> this one says, this is from Dylan. All right, Dylan. <laughs> a good one. It says, if Holmberg backs out of this, I think we need to collectively decide that Toledo is no longer the cuck on the show. That's right. Holmberg, just like a woman who's been abused, runs back to the team that doesn't care about him. And that's how I feel. <laughs> He's not wrong. God damn it. I've been abused for years by this team. And right when I was about to bail on them, they're like, here, we'll get a World Series. Dimebacks, you know, even being on the brink in 22 years, back to back. Come on. It's got the carrot out there. The 25-year-old franchise has. You should have done it in 06. Like, we got the championships. I'm done. I'm uh, Moving on. Oh. Uh, I should have. Oh, I almost did. Like, after they started getting rid of the whole thing. That's all I wanted. In 17, when the Cubs were terrible, you're like, all right, World Series hangovers. 18, they come out of the gates and they're like, all right, we're just going to trade everybody. I'm like, what is going on? You're not going to pay these guys? It's about Wrigleyville. That's all they care about ah, now. Ah, you're they don't right. Care about Enjoy you guys. the heritage of baseball. Yeah. What if I'm a Diamondbacks fan? The closest cool bar is Guy Fieri's. They have to burn that down, please. You got the H&H Ranch right there. I know. Still got to walk over through all those. There's a couple of good bars along the way. Yeah. Ainsworth's kind of cool. Don't yeah. act like you know. You don't yeah. know. <laughs> Thanks, Biden. Come on. <laughs> you got the cool little Mexican cantina yeah. there. That's kind of yeah. Thanks, Brett. Yeah. You're doing it, too. Yeah. And then you got to pass by that goddamn Guy Fieri tragedy. Look, how many restaurants have been in that building before? Yeah, this one it's won't go just, away. Yeah. It's just not going to. It's a herpy on the face of the entire footprint of that place. Uh, Jerry and I can take care of that. Don't worry about it. So, yeah, that'll be it. I might have to do this. And just not hanging out with any of those sad sack Cub fans anymore. That's that's a plus. We fill the bleachers on a Monday afternoon in, in August, though. Spring training's different. It's a whole lot more fun at Wrigley Field than it is over there at Chase. But will that change? I don't think so because that warehouse has no atmosphere. Yeah, oh, they're going to get their new stadium. Uh, yeah, that and then I'll be God, I'll be front lines on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Push to get a new stadium. Get a, get out of this dump. <laughs> that stadium is one of the biggest reasons the Diamondbacks don't have fans. There's nothing about that place that makes you feel like you're having a nice time. It's a dump. It's worse than Shea or the old uh, just dumps. Just the old Phillies and Pirates and those old circles stamped out stadiums that are garbage. This thing's no different. Three Rivers. Just no. There's zero atmosphere in that thing awful even when it was packed full friday it just feels like you're in a box you're in this weird little box i hate that it's loud well yeah every you get forty eight thousand people anywhere it's loud yeah i mean more so than the average i mean some of those stadiums are you know finally it's nice to see that sure having having it loud is is a nice thing it's never loud you got to get forty thousand people in there they never do that i don't know yeah Stupid time today. Scott the Bot downstairs. We talked about this. He actually has been. I have to give Scott the Bot, but he's he doesn't have a belly button because he was created. It's his birthday today. He was created. He was not born uh, in a Mormon lab somewhere in 3D printer. St. George, Utah. Maybe the first 3D printout that worked out to be like, well, it can live on its own. It's independent living Scott the Bot. <laughs> and for months, he'd be like, watch out for him. I'm like, they don't have the arms. And he's very, he's the most Mormon of Mormons. When he talks to you because uh, when you say something that is contradictory to what he just said and not in a fighty manner, 
He just goes, well, maybe you're right. Like, he's one of those guys. Like, it's like he could say, hey, John, if you're, the sky's blue. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I consider it a little more magenta. Okay, maybe you're right. He just doesn't. He's non-confrontational. Yeah. So he'll tell me stuff about Diamondbacks going to the playoffs back in July. I'm like, ah, you're out of your mind. I don't have deep enough pitching. And they still don't. He goes, ah, you're probably right. But it is fun for now. You got that. And then the Suns open their season tonight, too. How about this? Yeah, what are you going to be at the game and having like your phone up at the same well, time, or what are you they doing? Don't, oh, they'll have it up. They're on the road, so tonight's on the road. Oh, okay. so you got the home opener is Saturday. Okay, so split screens then. Oh yeah, I'm splitting the screens. Right. I'll watch that. I'm splitting them up, and uh, just crazy. It's just a weird, just a weird time right now for for Suns fans to sit there and say, "Well, we can't." You've got all, and but by the way, the Coyotes have started pretty good. They're three and two. They're you know you, you got a nice little. This is a four-sport town, and it's the third time ever that all the teams will have a regular season or meaningful game going on the same week. <laughs> ever. That's pretty awesome. Well, I guess meaningful. The Coyotes are, yeah, it's October. <laughs> it means something later in the year, but, I mean, it's pretty amazing. So, yeah, you got that tonight, 12 hours, 52 minutes until that tip-off. And they're taking on a great story there. Chris Paul is over with the Golden State Warriors now. So you get to see that. You get to see the brand new Suns. And that's tonight. Isn't that crazy? Ravens coming in town on Sunday. Yeah, the Ravens here Sunday. You've got maybe the World Series on Monday. Go f*** yourself. This is crazy. <laughs> it's the greatest sports city in the world if that happens. It really is. That's amazing. You got the TNT games of the week. You got Halloween, which would be Suns. Uh, I think they're well, they playing the Spurs. And Wembenyana's coming to town. That's the same day if there's a first game of the World Series would be here. It would be the game three here. Same night. Oh, my goodness. That's two days removed from the Ravens coming to town. Hopefully, Lamar Jackson's last game ever. That would be nice. Oh, could you imagine if the sports gods got over... That little cactus out there in West Valley and said, Lamar Jackson, it's your last day. Oh. What's that mean? Well, Lamar, you're you're done. Yeah, your ears are bleeding. You can't walk anymore. You're done. Well, I don't, well, what's that mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? You're not playing anymore. I'm, I'm big, big trust. No, no more big trust. We're done with big trust. We're finished. You're all done. My ears bleed every time I hear him on an Oh, interview. I can't. It's like watching Biden. It's like a young Biden. I don't understand what either of these clowns are talking about. Man. He has sort of a... He's Ur-Biden. Ur-Biden. I'm Big Trust. I was him coming out of the corner. I'm Big Trust. What is Big Trust? That's the thing that holds up an opening. It's like a lamb beam. Is that what we're talking? Big Trust? No, no, no. I'm Big Trust. Lamar, you make no sense. Help us out here. What are you doing? Love everybody. People come out and Big Trust. All right. Goodbye. Lamar. I'm just going to call you Lambeam because you keep talking about trusses and support beams. I don't know what you're saying. This is my girdle. You're bringing up a long... (laughs) What is this? a load-bearing wall. What are you pointing at? Big trust. I I think it's fine. We're on the second floor. I don't even feel it shaking. Probably yes. Probably a big trust. I don't know what you're saying. We found out the keystone to the game. (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) Listen, man. Listen. My friend, he'll tell you. Yeah, big trust. Oh, no. <laughs> Get them both in the same room and have a conversation. It's like dementia on steroids. 
I, I mean, it could be great. Lamar laying around, going, ah, my leg. What hurts? Smashing leggings. Your leggings? No, man. That would be like my leggings. I think he said it hurt his leggings. Are you wearing <laughs> leggings? <laughs> Tell no. me more about your footers. Well, no, my footers. Is, I got my big dress my footers. I got no knockout. No one can understand you. That's Joe Biden. He'll translate. Yeah. Guy says he's got trouble with his leggings. <laughs> yeah, I got to fix them leggings. He know he's letting in. Hmm. You thought that was funny. Holmberg's morning sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? K-U-P-D. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Holmberg's morning sickness. I mean, Lamar, when Lamar Jackson does an interview, he should get canceled. Like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> big trust. What does big trust mean? Stop saying that. Biden should dump Kamala for his, uh, <laughs> yeah, Lamar, his, his new running mate. <laughs> Lamar Jackson gets $4 billion from he, Joe he, Biden. He says what I'm thinking. Oh, my God. <laughs> he does? Yeah, jumbled up nonsense. He spews is what I'm thinking. It would be great, though, if Lamar came. To, I hate Lamar Jackson. I don't care what anybody come in here and say, I can't say things bad about that guy's career. Yes, I can. And I'm rooting for Dennis Gardeck to land on him funny, and his ears start bleeding. <laughs> ah, my ear hole. There you go. His ear holes are bleeding. Got to cart him off. I want him. I want his new nickname to be Blue Tent. That's right. I root for it. I don't care what you have to say about it. I'm allowed. That's terrible. Don't care. <laughs> Been a thorn in everybody's side for a long time. The media keeps trying to make him the greatest thing that's ever happened. One in one in six or one in five or one in six against my Steelers. So <laughs> big trust. And he got me off on this now. Anyway, Diamondbacks game tonight. <laughs> Let's go, D-backs. Oh, oh my God. We back. Yeah. You back. And so the other part, John, of uh, this one is uh, the other part of being a Diamondback super fan with superstition is all the fans should send $10,000 in a hollowed out book to this address. That's true. <laughs> true D-back fans will hollow out a book and send it to anyone who asks online like that flag lady did. Is she still up there? They don't show her anymore. I haven't seen her. She doesn't have as much room to run around in, so because well, there's actually yeah, there's people, people there. up yeah. there, and also uh, she's probably got to work on that nest egg again, right? Because she piled up bundles yeah, of I didn't cash hear for that. They, uh, you know, said to take us on us this year. Well, I think they did give her tickets, yeah. but I mean, still transportation, food. It's eighty five dollars for a beer and a hot dog. It's not like she's got that. Uh, not the best idea. Like maybe she borrow from Mary Lou Retton, who is out of uh, hospital now. She's out. <laughs> she's she's free and clear. She's out of the hospital, so maybe Mary Lou and that money she may or may not need. She raised a lot for her. Somehow or another has not no insurance self. And then there's that other lady who had fake pancreatic cancer. Did you see her? She's 20. She said she had a tumor wrapped around her spine and had cancer in her pancreas as well. And uh, she's sort of pretty. No jail time. She raised $33,000. Because she's hot. Because she's a little bit hot. So, like, you pay that back, 
wasn't enough. She gave a statement. Right. I'm wondering. If it was thirty three thousand, a lot of money though. That's a good chunk of lie change. So to get your hands, if I lied to you and got thirty three grand out of you, you wouldn't be happy. I wouldn't be happy probably with (laughs) the results here. Especially if I told you, hey, 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 it's cancer, and I don't know what happened, but my insurance lapsed. I need your help, and you give me thirty three grand, and you're like, I'm helping a guy out. Uh, You know, it's a nice thing to do, and he finds out that I have no cancer. And the worst part is, she said she didn't do it for the money. Her family wasn't getting along, and she needed them to pay attention to her. Boo-hoo. Yeah. So, I mean, her, quotes, her quotes were, her name's Madison Russo. She said... Uh, Mad dog, sir? Yeah, she said... Yeah, <laughs> and she said it. It was odd because I'm like, wow, that's interesting, and she's pretty. And then she goes, I did this cancer bit because... <laughs> I'm like, wow, she sounds just like her dad. Here's something you don't know. Mad dog Russo's daughter didn't really have the cancer. Uh, she was given a probation and 10 years suspended sentence. Uh, she got to stay out of trouble for three years. I think that's her right there. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a little right. orange, but she, you know, that's her mugshot. Uh, what are all these people that, like, have faked cancer? Like, here's oh, another one. You, did you just Google in fake cancer? Yeah. yeah. It's like, and that's it's like, all girls. All Line them up. up. I'll yeah. tell you right now. Here's another one. That's, here's another one. Faking cancer is white women the same way. Well, there's one. That's, oh, a, that's good a black run lady. There. So it's just women. Look at this. It's the same thing as when you can uh, kind of diagnose what a serial shooter looks like. It's like almost always a white kid. It's very rarely the other way. That is a white woman thing to do. They fake cancer. When they get, they're not above that. She said, I didn't do this for money. I did this for attention. Or I didn't do this for attention. I did this as an attempt to get my family back together. I fully acknowledge I was wrong and I'm incredibly sorry. If there's anything I could do to take it back, I would. The reality is that I can't. So I'll just pay my dues. Uh, the court mate uh, said she made her story up to fake cancer because her troubled fam- family wasn't focusing on her. B-O-O-H-O-O. Man. How can I get people to like me more? Develop a personality? Tell better stories? Uh, learn like a skill? Nah. I'll fake cancer. That way my family can't ignore me. That's a bad... That's a mistake. Fake Karma cancer. is a mother... Oh, it can be. Yeah. yeah. I hope she really gets it. Chicken Little gets it. And then her family's like, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you can root for with people who fake cancer. Kicked in the first time. Yeah. We ain't doing it the second time. Guys, this time I mean it. I'm like, all right, Chicken Little, out you go. It's Come amazing. On. Don't yeah. say uh, the having the kid fake cancer. Then the list is the same thing. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, using the people kid. saying kids had oh. cancer. That's a list. It's a white woman mm-hmm. thing. And I know people hate when I say that, especially the ones... White people, oh, you do that, but black people do it too. You're like, it's majority. Ask any criminal investigator. They have, we all act like this isn't a thing, and sometimes they're wrong, but most of the time, they know what to look for by the description of the crime. And faking cancer is a white lady thing. Serial killer is a white guy thing. And occasionally, you'll get, you'll get a, a curveball. This one has mayonnaise all over it. <laughs> right, yeah, there's DNA and mayonnaise. Like, is this is a white serial killer? Uh, don't even need to leave the mayonnaise. But thanks for the extra tip. We know what we're looking for. Most of the time, not always. Everything's not, but it's for the most part. There's a you know, there's a profile that goes well. A stabbing. We're we're we're, we're sticking to Brown Town. We're gonna we're definitely not looking. And, and white people still stab, and black people stab. But let's be honest. I mean, and we all do it too. If I say, oh, there was a shooting. On uh, 23rd Avenue in Indian School. Oh, yeah. You, your brain pictures a guy. Yeah, it's an avenue. You, and now I'll say this. A woman faked her kid's cancer. 
the picture of the person in your head is pretty consistent. That's you, Postinos and Gilbert. Yeah, she left Postinos and came up with the idea because her friends are rich and she's not. Mm -hmm. Her husband's losing the ice cream job. I'm not going to be the president of Bluebell much longer, honey. It's like, we got to come up with a plan. What if Caden has cancer? uh, That's crazy talk. Don't actually do it, right? (laughs) No, I'm all right. Next thing you know. I have all of our troubles solved. No one came to my kid's birthday party. <laughs> right. Yeah. White woman, a little bit overweight, dark hair. Sort of does that mid, mid-level cut like she's quitting, but not quite yet. Yeah, and that's a fact. A Mexican, there's no possible way a Mexican family has nobody came to my kid's birthday party. They have 60 people in a family forced yeah, to go. Oh, and free food. I mean, come on. They're going to that. Well, they don't even have to like the kid. A black woman's kid doesn't have anybody come to his birthday party. If she's blaming him. She ain't going to go on social. You embarrass my ass one more time. I swear to God, I'm going to give you away like Toledo's day. <laughs> That's a white woman thing. Faking cancer is a white woman thing. No white men. I don't see any white dudes. I don't see any dudes faking cancer. Maybe a dude's in on it. but They're it's on to it too quick. The white woman's shaving her head. And you know why I think that is? It's because if a dude shaves his head, you'd question it. Because we can shave our heads. When a woman shaves her hair off, something's like she's got something. Because women don't volunteer their hair loss. I've seen hair loss on yeah, a that- woman before, and it is horrifying. Megan had a reaction to antibiotics a few years ago. and, and was She had a, a medical thing going on that was like this massive dose of antibiotics had to be given to her. And her hair fell out on her head on the top in the size of like a little bit bigger than a quarter. And I mean, it happened dead bald like me. That was the end of her world. There was no consoling that. And talking to other women who have had hair loss, mm-hmm. oh my God. And I sit there as a bald man thinking, is it that bad? Like, they, like they'll tell you it's okay for you. But if it happens to them, it's like a curse of the Egyptian gods have laid some sort of a... This is biblical to them. So when a woman shaves her head, usually it's cancer. Or a meltdown. Or Britney Spears meltdown. Something wrong with her. What I'm saying, Britney Spears was not like, we weren't like, oh, she's just doing this for just something wrong with her. A woman fakes cancer. Men shave his head. I, get, I think I got cancer. And friends would be like, well, good on you then. Get on with it. <laughs> Let's go. What are you going <laughs> to fight for? It? Woman shaves her head. It's like, oh, the poor lady lost her hair. She's got to wear wigs and bandanas. And Women don't do that. White women do it. Try to raise money. Instead of doing exactly what you should do. I just did it because my family didn't like me. We weren't paying attention to me. Maybe because you never land the plane on a story. Maybe it's because you're constantly saying things that aren't interesting. You Come up with a way. They should have a thing for that. Like They have comedy class at Scottsdale Community College. They asked me to speak at that once. Ah, uh, no. A bunch of unfunny people praying and dying to be funny. Just be like, guys, you're wasting your money here. It's, it's either have this or you don't. It's like radio Start school. The class. Yeah. Oh, it is. I, I went to radio school yeah. and I realized midway through, I'm like, oh, whoops. Uh, I'll just go knock on some doors. <laughs> this is, is uh, you don't really need to be qualified. You just need to show up 18 or 19 hours and they start handing you jobs. Uh, it's uh, it's very much like radio school. That's why that business closed. <laughs> My cousin spent sixteen grand in one in Chicago. Now he manages a Verizon store. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was only eight, and it was still like, but two thousand. And I'm looking around. I'm yeah. like, "What do you do, cab driver? What do you do, 
cab driver. Like, what do they get a discount if you're a cab? There's like eight <laughs> cab drivers in the class. I'm like, oh, all right. And then some girl who showed up to school one day. She was actually pretty fun. She did radio for a little while summer, but you know, eventually petered out. She's got a pair of black jeans on. She's sitting next to me. I'm like, how you doing? She's laughing. We're joking around. School's about to start. And uh, she goes, look. And she points to her pants. And I'm like, would you spill your drink on you at lunch? No. My boyfriend <laughs> on my pants. I'm like, oh, sweet Christ. You oh. didn't change your pants? Didn't have time. We did it in the car. Oh, for <laughs> sake. And then I realized, oh, this is uh, what radio people are like. <laughs> and then it happened again yesterday when I was downstairs in sales. I'm like, you spilled something on your pants. No. My husband <laughs> on my, my pants. I'm like, oh, sweet God, Ed. Why did you tell me that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah radio school and i should have faked cancer to raise money to get it would have been more beneficial and a better life lesson uh so don't fake cancer ladies that's on you but faking things like that is a bad idea but yeah mary loretta maybe she gets some cash we'll get it back up to that flag lady and i personally think flag lady's been the jinx ever since she started getting attention this team's done nothing and now she's gone and they're back in you know, for years I used to say Wrigley Field was the jinx. I, Chicago Cub fans hated me. I'm like, you know what the problem is? We're all attached to this stadium of failure. It's beautiful. How do you tear it down? You can't. It's it's attached to failure for years. I'm like, tear it down and build a new one. I know people hate hearing that. And then they got there. See? I'm like, yeah, but then we remodeled the whole thing. It's basically not even close to the same place it used to be. It's just the ivy. So... Flag lady goes away. Maybe she was the curse. And she, she could be there without the flags and stuff. Laying she's low. She's at home just slowly uh, exacto knifing dollar size holes and pages of books. Met just, a new guy. Yeah. I met a new corporal. All right. Have you Googled him at least this time? Yes. Here's a drawing of him. There's no photos. It's a secret mission. He sent me a drawing of himself. He's, he's a big fan of the Renaissance era, so it's just artwork. No photos. He says he's 10% Native American. It steals his soul. Quit carving books up and putting money in them. But that's how men communicate with me. I got half a mind to contact Flag Lady and just see if she'll do it again. And then, you know, as an intervention. Oh, man. You know? See if, see if it's stuck. Hey, look. I think I love you. You're just looking away out of this. That <laughs> <laughs> could be that, too. Uh, let's get a wake-up song for Game 7 tonight. Sun's opener, Game 7. Big doings here in town. Uh, faking cancer. We got all sorts of topics you guys can hit. Uh, 585-9800. That's the number. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98KUPD.